Assalamu alaikum, dear brothers and sisters. This episode is really, really fun. It's actually, <laughs> there's a lot of laughter in this one. It's about the transaction of buying and selling, whether you're a business person or you are the, the buyer. Um, when you come to buy something, don't haggle too heavy, don't haggle too much, don't, um, as you're selling as well, don't over praise a product as well. This is all the sunnah acts of, of buying and selling. So it could be used in business uh, if you're a businessman or woman, but, but also if you are the buyer and you're, let's say, in a marketplace. Just the, some really, really handy tips to uh, to do and things to avoid. And it's just really a fun, quick, um, light-hearted episode that you can take reference of next time you're, you're out in the shops or in the marketplaces and just um, have a look and and. and check your actions and the action of the person that you're in, engaging with um, are they doing these tricks on you or maybe Allah, you are the one doing these tricks on that person so it just gives you a moment of reflection so really enjoy this lesson like I say it's quite a fun one um, light hearted but very very powerful and uh, a lot to take away from as well <laughs> The big question is this, how do Muslims like us, who live busy lives in non-Muslim countries, remain strong in our faith and practice Islam while being surrounded by temptations and distractions? How do we reconnect with Allah and strive towards Jannah as one community of believers? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Ahmed Rehan and welcome to Jannah Talk. module on uh, buying and selling, the sunnah way of buying and selling, and the teaching of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on this, yeah? So the 12th etiquette. When purchasing something, do not take faults out of the item. <laughs> May Allah forgive, this is, a, this, is a, this is a really bad technique which is used in our people back home, right? So what they do is, in order to get the price, they know that this the, the seller is going to charge them and uh, a ridiculous rate, and may Allah forgive, they do that there as well. They just put, they just look at the person. Oh, commercial, he's got a nice tidy top on. It looks like Vlati like that. He's come from back home. I know he's come from Vlad. He's come from UK. He's got a lot of money on him. So it's something which is twenty pound. They might be asking for sixty pound. Right now, this person, what he does is he takes unnecessary faults out. So I'm not talking about that scenario where, sorry, when they are unnecessarily raising the price. I'm talking about the scenario, legitimately, you go into a shop and the buyer says, you know what? Ah, it's not that good. See, see, look at this part. Look at this. Look at this. So he's taking unnecessary uh, faults out, which are not even really bothering, mattering. But his whole technique is so that uh, he's saying that so that he can reduce the price. He can say, you know what? It's got that many faults. But yeah, it's a different thing if it has legitimate faults. That we're not saying don't take the you know, if it has faults, it's a faulty item. The faulty item the seller himself should disclose that you know what? This this is the item, it's got these these faults. But here we're talking about unnecessarily taking faults out. So this is that shouldn't be done. <coughs> the thirteenth etiquette is um, don't take oaths to sell an item. Don't take oaths to sell an, an item. Oh, Kasam Jana Yara, have you guys had Mirpuri? 
ਔਰ ਕਸਮ ਚਾਹਨ ਯਾਰ ਕਹਿ ਯਾਰ ਇਹ ਬਹੁਤ ਵਧੀਆ ਚੀਜ਼ ਹੈ ਯਾਰ ਇਹ ਬਹੁਤ ਵਧੀਆ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਗੋ ਬਰਮਿੰਗਮ ਐਂਡ ਆਲ ਦੈਟ ਯਾ ਯੂ ਗੈਟ ਟੂ ਹੀਅਰ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਆਫ ਦੈਟ ਐਂਡ ਇਨ ਪਾਕਿਸਤਾਨ ਵੀ ਗੋ ਟੂ ਮੀਰਪੁਰ ਅੱਲਾਹ ਅਕਬਰ ਦੇ ਸ਼ਾਪਸ ਆਰ ਦੇਅਰ ਲਾਈਕ the shops actually have in a birmingham united and the different different names you know the, the names of cities i think i don't know if any of your brothers been to mirpur kashmir but majority of mirpur is here in uk and their shops are there named on their cities and uh, you know towns of of uk so a bit ajeeb khair anyway but do not take oaths do not take oaths sorry i just used mirpur as a as an example there no offense to the language or the uh, the lingo yeah but you know even in, in every in any language it may be do not take oaths wallah brother wallah wallah this is amazing wallah this is this wallah this is this it's an item if the buyer wants to buy it, he'll buy it why take oaths so nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said don't do that iyyakum wa kathrat al-half al-bay' is a hadith in sahih muslim nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said avoid take uh, it uh, and uh, you know taking too many oaths in a transaction because what will happen is 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 going to try to promote the item it'll promote the item but it will take away the blessing it will take away the blessing the blessings that we can benefit from the item will take that will wipe out all the blessings that nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said subhanallah 1430 you know take a uh, as a as a successful you want to be a successful businessman Ch- uh, take benefit you know put put a profit rate on it ratio on it that's fine but don't go uh, you know don't go beyond limits man don't go beyond limits in making money uh, you know just just put that profit rate is just is extortionate don't do that because what happens is imam ghazali rahmatullah says is reasonable profit reasonable profit because he says yabiu ala qadri as'arihi we should we should sell it at the market value at a reasonable acceptable rate when naqasa sa'ruhu zada zabunu because what will happen is if the price is reasonable or is less you'll get you'll attract more customers on the other hand kama annahu in zada si'ruhu naqasa zabunu if the price is high you can have less customers so you rather have more customers more people benefiting and at the same time eventually you'll you'll end up gaining that more profit in comparison to really highly pricing the item you're only getting one or two customers so you're not going to get as you know so this is another etiquette that do not uh, Uh, charge extortionate amounts on these items another uh, etiquette is uh, is is to um, make all the faults clear explain give a definite give, give an explanation of all the faults and be honest about it here they say look uqba bin amr radiyallahu anhu says this is a hadith in bukhari sharif by the way la yuhillu limrin an yabi'a sil'atan ya'lamu anna biha da'un illa akhbara It is not halal it is not permissible for a person to sell an item knowing that he has a fault but that he has informed them of that fault and nowadays allah maaf kare the car is faulty send it to auction or sell it on gumtree but then just tell the brother <laughs> just tell the brother you know is this this buy on his this buy on his face values right in front of you brother 
But they don't know what's the mechanical issue, what's the technical issue, what issues does it have. It's only when he drives off with it and he reaches M halfway down M8 and he sat there on the hard shoulder. <laughs> yeah. So, so if we know there's a faulty item, we should be very clear, this, 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 this is so that it's priced accordingly, reasonably, the person is mentally prepared for that, okay, I need to get this work on it, done on it, do I have the budget and so on, be fair. So this is the teaching of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. One more, uh, if someone has offered a price, do not bargain on someone else's bargain. Yeah, And this happens as well, may Allah forgive. Said, one of you should not sell on the 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 um the agreement of someone else. So one person has offered an amount, right? He says, you know what, I'll buy this for five hundred pounds. Another one comes, you know what? He the the, the, the seller is near and finalized his agreement with his customer. Another one comes in, you know, I'll give you seven hundred. No, 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 don't do that now. He's already concluded his transaction with his person. The agreement is done. Do not now put your offer in. It's totally different if it's there. No one's come to an agreement yet. It's just there, whoever, you know, just like, you know, when they have the bidding option or whatever. So that's fine. And, you know, when I, I just mentioned the bidding part, but there's something faulty in there as well. Some people unnecessarily bid. They, didn't, they don't really want to buy the item, but they want to spoil it for the other person. So this brother, he's interested in this seven-seater. And this person, I, I just say, may Allah forget, I don't want to buy that seven-seater, but I don't want him to get it for a good price. <laughs> so I'm just sat there. He goes, uh, you know, 500, 550, 600, 600. I don't want to, I'm not going to buy it at the end of it, but I'm just unnecessarily raising the price for that person. That's wrong as well. That's unacceptable. May Allah forgive us from that, for that. Okay, remember this. Uh, I've, uh, I'll send the dua. Um, but the dua is Allahumma is for when you do masa on your head. When you do masa on your head, this is the fourth module now, by the way. The masa on the head, Allahumma taghashana birhamah. I hope any of your brothers are actually trying to uh, uh, trying to learn these duas bit by bit, or try to practice them, or try to even think about them. Look at the meanings; it's amazing, man. It's amazing. Like for example, when you're washing our face, right? The what was that dua? Allahumma bayyid wajhi. Allah. Brighten my face on the day when all faces will be brightened. Yeah, and beautiful dua. For example, when you're washing your right arm, Allah ma'atini kitabi biyamini. Allah, give me my book of tears in my right hand. Amazing. Wahasibin hisabin. Allah, ease my accountability. So give ourselves. We've got a whole week to practice one dua. It's not a big ask. Every single day, you know, we learn it the first day, practice it for the remaining six days, and there you are, by the next week, we'll have that one dua, extra dua in our life, that extra sunnah in our life. So this one is masa. When you do masa on the head, there's a dua, uh, Nabi Ali made, uh, recited, Allahumma taghashana bi rahmatik wa jannibna adabak. Beautiful. Wallah, cover us with your mercy. Wallah, cover us with your mercy. Wa jannibna adabak. And Allah protect us, safeguard us from your punishment. Beautiful dua, my brothers. So inshallah ta'ala, let's develop this practice when we're doing masa and we make that dua. You'll feel that when we're reciting these duas from every limb, from washing of the hands or from, from the time from intending to do wudu, right to the end, you'll feel that you've, you've done, you've achieved so much in that. Allah, we feel so close to Allah. When Allah gave me the tawfiq and us all the tawfiq to act upon this inshallah. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, we have one very special request. Could you please like and leave a review for this podcast, whatever you're listening to it, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google, web browser, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you're listening to it. If you're enjoying this, please leave us a review. It really helps us spread the message and it helps more than you can imagine. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.